join me as we listen to Jesus' story as told by Matthew. May these few minutes spent listening today draw us closer to Jesus, and may our lives also testify to His power and grace. Hello, I'm Michelle Edwards, a member at First Lutheran, and today I'm reading Matthew chapter 17. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah, talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down on the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. The disciples understood then that he was talking about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, 
and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. This chapter starts with what's known as the Transfiguration. Jesus took his three closest friends away from the rest of the disciples and the crowds of people who always flocked to him. He led them up a high mountain, a place of privacy where they wouldn't be interrupted. And there something amazing happened. I've always been fascinated with this event from Jesus' life. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all included the incident in their Gospels. It's a unique event, so strange and otherworldly, unlike so much of the story of Jesus. We mostly hear about where he went and what he taught. He talked about heaven and God in plain and earthly ways so that people could understand. Yet this incident is nothing like that. Jesus, Peter, James, and John withdrew from the hustle and bustle of their daily life and ministry to go up the mountain. There's something astonishing happening there. Jesus changed right before their eyes. He transfigured. Matthew wrote that his face shone like the sun and his clothes were dazzling white. As if that wasn't enough, suddenly there were two more people there, and the three disciples recognized them, knew they were Moses and Elijah, two men who had been dead for centuries before this night. I've often wondered how Peter, James, and John recognized Moses and Elijah. They certainly knew about them, would have been taught as children who these two were and how important they were. Moses represented the law. He was the one who had received God's commandments for the people on Mount Sinai. He led the Israelites out of Egypt, through the wilderness, right up to the promised land. And Elijah was the great prophet, one who fearlessly brought God's message to the king and people alike, condemning them for their sin and calling them to reconcile with God. I picture both these men as pretty fierce and powerful. Is that how the disciples recognized them? Perhaps the Holy Spirit simply opened their eyes to allow them to see. I also wonder what they were thinking as they stood there looking at this miracle. Then Peter, blessed Peter, speaks up. He offers to build three little houses, one for each of them. What was he thinking? Was he nervous and just blurted out the first thing that came to mind? It doesn't matter, I suppose, but I find it a bit comforting that even someone who did such tremendous things for God as Peter did, didn't always get it right in the moment. But things weren't done on the mountain. Before Peter even finished speaking, a bright cloud came and they heard a voice claiming Jesus as his son and adding, listen to him. Clearly, this was the voice of God, the one they had revered and worshipped all their lives. This time, all three disciples had the same immediate reaction. They fell on the ground, overcome by fear. What was about to happen to them? Surely they couldn't witness all this and live. Suddenly, it was all over. Jesus, their friend and teacher, was there, telling them not to be afraid. Looking around, everything was back to normal. They headed back down the mountain to rejoin the others, and Jesus told them to keep the story to themselves until after his resurrection. Do you suppose Peter, James, and John talked about that night amongst themselves? They were the only three people on earth to see it. Did they ever think about it later when they were facing hardships while doing the work of spreading the gospel? Did they remember what they'd seen when they were imprisoned or persecuted for their faith? 
Maybe it helped sustain them as they told others about Jesus and about God's heavenly kingdom where Moses and Elijah had returned. I think this was a gift from God to those three disciples, allowing them to get a little glimpse of the kingdom of God and its glory there on that mountaintop, a vision they could carry with them for the rest of their lives and something they could share with others. God still does this sort of thing for us today. Sometimes we're gifted with a glimpse of Him, some facet of Himself that can be an inspiration to us, or a comfort, or an incentive. We might perceive some aspect of God in a new or a more profound way that we can carry in our hearts as we go through our lives. It might be a sense of His power and majesty, or His compassion and mercy, or His righteousness and justice, or His holiness and love. That gift could sustain us in a time of trouble, or give us courage to speak up and tell someone about Him, or motivate us to make a change in our behavior. Jesus is still a shining brightness in the world. The law and the prophets acknowledge Him, and God in heaven claims Him His Son. We need to listen to Him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we have so many images of your Son to treasure, from the baby in Bethlehem all the way to the cross at Calvary. Let us also remember the glory and power displayed on that mountaintop. Help us to listen to Him always. Amen.